You're listening to Wholehearted with Jenny Muscatel, bringing you 10-minute wholehearted interviews with incredible guests to encourage you with the light and love of God. Join us each Monday by tuning in to www.christianmix106.com at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Jenny Muscatel, and you are listening to Wholehearted, where we have honest, faith-filled conversations with people whose lives have been impacted by CHD. Joining us today is Sheila Irwin, who is a Bible teacher, author, and event speaker. For nearly 50 years, she has been involved in a variety of ministries with a particular passion for investing in the lives of other women. You may know her by her book, Raising Up Dreamers, or as mom to the Irwin brothers who have produced several faith-based films. Sheila is also a grandmother to a heart warrior, and over the past several weeks, we've had the opportunity to get to know her more, to hear her CHD story, and to talk about faith, family, and Jesus. Last week, we learned more about Sheila's sons in the movie industry and where it all began, and talked a little about Sheila's book, Raising Up Dreamers. This week, we're also joined by co-host Daniel Muscatel, and together we pick up where we left off. And she said, you know, Sheila, listen to this now, our ceiling is our children's floor. And that has just, I thought, okay, Lord, my ceiling is where they're going to start is the floor for them. And they're going to do greater things than we could have ever done. That's an amazing thought, you know, how we can take everything we've done and then just lift up our next generation to do even more. Yes. You know, I think about your kiddos as well. It's like they obviously know you're there for them in whatever way you need to be in whatever season. And they clearly know that. They're like, hey, mom, can you make me 75 coats? With you? And I have to say, when I read your book, which is fabulous, by the way, I think I had mentioned to you, I had gotten it for my daughter and I was like, okay. I just really need to look in this, but then I couldn't give it away. I had to order a second one. (laughs) And like, I got to read this. And so it's just full of so much wisdom, but also it's full of real life stories that are relatable and funny. The coat one was one of the stories in there that made me laugh. But another one was the story of the stained glass window. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. Yeah, that was kind of that was another wild moment. Uh, that was actually the uh, first dub award that they won was for that video they made using that stained glass window, uh, <laughs> slow fade. But anyway, what happened was that again, John called and said, "Mom, I've only told John no once." And it, one time he called and wanted my brand new bedroom suit to use in a shoot that they were going to take it down and <laughs> use the bed, you know, because it looked time period that they needed it for. And I said, no. Mm-mm. I said, now I do have another one in the guest bedroom that you can do. And so they did that one. But anyway, he called again and said, mom, I know you've taught a class on faux stained glass windows. And we need a stained glass window for this shoot that we're doing. We need two. Can you do them for me? And maybe Miss Connie can help you too, because she's real artistic. And I said, um, uh, sure. I've, I never learn. I, I need to <laughs> ask these questions first. But I said, how big is it? And he said, three feet by seven feet each. And I, went, I was just going to ask you, how big were these windows? That's yeah. gigantic. Gigantic. And so I spent the night getting a sketch together. We gathered a bunch of women to go to this. By that time, they had a studio in Alabama. And we went into 
studio room and lay them all out and start doing but on the way beth was coming with her mother my daughter-in-law was coming with connie who's been our dear friend forever and mandy was bringing her mother as well and we were going to work on these stained glass windows on the way beth and her mom were talking her dad was a pastor as well and she said oh you know maybe we could use these stained glass windows it was right at easter time and we could use the stained glass <laughs> windows on the podium at the church after they finished using them and beth said mom they're going to break them. She said Connie could hardly breathe. She was like, what? <laughs> so go watch the video and you'll see, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see the thing I spend has been that are broken. And But yeah, that was funny. And another funny story, and I don't you remember this one, is the thing about the um, stained clay jeans. Do you remember that story? You may not. Anyway, it's called Mommy Fail. And he had saved his money to buy these jeans that were real expensive. And he said there were three. I just learned this week that it was actually three pair of jeans, not just one. I thought it was just one. That's even more painful. But anyway, the jeans were in the dirty clothes and they did their own laundry. But I thought he'll never get these jeans clean. Never. I scrubbed those jeans. I mean, I washed them and washed them and washed them. Finally got them clean because red clay in Alabama, you can't get out of anything. It's stained. And so finally got them clean. He came home that night. I had him laying on the bed. And he, I said, I, I got your jeans clean. And he just, all the blood drained out of his face. <laughs> and he said, oh, mom, those were red clay jeans. They were supposed to be like that. I was yeah. I think I cried myself to sleep last night. You know, it's funny now, but it wasn't funny that night. <laughs> it wasn't funny that night. Anyway, so that was, you know, mommy fail. You know, good intentions. Good intentions, but a failure. Well, it was it was an incredible book, incredible story. And like I said, I mean, there were just it was so much wisdom. But there were so many times I just laughed. There was at one point my kids yelled from the other room, Mom, what are you laughing at? Stories <laughs> <laughs> are so relatable. But for people who want to buy that that are listening, just I highly recommend it. Check it out. Raising up dreamers. I will put the link in my show notes so that you can find it. And, you know, I know at the beginning of our conversation, I asked you, what is it like to know Jesus? But like kind of as we're moving towards the tail end of our time together, which is flying by, I'm like, oh my goodness. (laughs) But what can you do to make him known? Mm. What's in your hand? (laughs) Uh, You know, there's lots of ways that you can make him known. And, you know, if you don't feel like you know the gospel well enough to really be able to share one-on-one with somebody, you need to go to your church, your pastor, and ask him to teach you how to do that or somebody. You need to be able to do that. That's very important that we know what we believe and we know how to share it. And then another thing that we taught our children was carry tracts in your purse. You know, people think, oh, nobody ever comes to Christ through a tract. Yes, they do. I had a woman in my Bible study in Montevallo, Alabama, who was 15 years old, walked out of the grocery store. Somebody handed her a Romans Road tract. She took it home. She read it and accepted Christ and has walked with him all these years. And she's in her late 60s. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yes, they do. They do. And it's easy to do. Just say, I'm going to leave you something to read when you get them in. When we go out to eat, I'll put it with the tip. Leave them a good tip. You know, <laughs> I lay it, you know, I lay it underneath the tip. And when we start to leave, I'll say, there's something in there I want you to read if you get a minute. You know, if you got a minute, just read it. I've only had one person ever turn it down. I have had somebody turn it down. Yeah, I think it's a great way to just give someone something small right on the spot. Yes, absolutely. And make an eternal absolutely. difference. 
Absolutely. And so, but if you don't have any ammunition, you don't plan to do battle. Mm. If you don't have anything in your purse or in your wallet that if somebody asks, you know, and then just that daily sharing moment by moment with people. We've always talked about Jesus as if he's standing here because he is. And so when people come into our home, we often say the name of Jesus and talk about the things of the Lord as a way of conversation. Then in our home, we have many, many scriptures with scripture on them so that people can see. So when they come into our home, that we're different. And so uh, always being available to do that. I'm not saying God's going to call everybody to go teach a Bible study, but some he will. If he does do it, every opportunity that he gives you, even with those like we've shared with your daughter and our Sam, uh, through those difficulties to be able to say to people, you know, Jesus carried us through this. Let me explain to you about that. So it's whatever way that is that God opens a door, go through it. If he gives you opportunity, whether it's starting with little ones and teaching Awana or teaching the teenagers in your church or the young adults or whatever, giving away what God has given to you. I think it's that constantly looking for opportunities to be able to invest in other people's lives and share Christ with them uh, as much as you can. And, and establishing relationships with the intention of winning that person to Jesus. And, you know, maybe it's not going to be that we've had a lot of completed Jews in our lives, you know, led to the Lord. And and our friend Richard, who's the tour guide for Hank, is a Christian. And Richard says, for a Jew, a lot of times it's a process. It takes a while. They've got to understand certain things. They've got to come to grips with some things. They've got to understand things. And so there's the process through that. So there's got to be a relationship. People are right. going to remember whether you're genuine and you really care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that you're and there so, to, to walk with them through that process. Yes, yes, absolutely. So in whatever place God's got you to ask for opportunities to be able to open your mouth, to not be ashamed of the gospel. And so I, I think it's just that moment by moment walking with him and being able to share Christ with those that come along that mm-hmm. God brings into your sphere of operation. Every one of us has a different sphere of operation. And that's what's so wonderful. Everybody hasn't been called to my life story or to either one of your life stories. They've been called to the life story that God's given them. And in that story is Jesus. And in that story is something that can be shared. And in that sphere of operation, God's going to bring those people into your life that you will have the opportunity to meet their needs and to be there for them. Whether it's buying a theater out like y'all did for the Jesus Revolution. And saying, come, we're buying the tickets. Y'all, we want you to come and see this movie and then having a conversation afterwards. But whatever means that is. And I would say to anybody right now that's watching that doesn't know Jesus, there's three things you need to know. God loves you. He does. He really does. Yes. For God so loved the world that he gave us. Yes. Only son. He loves you. But sin separates us and all of sin yes. and falls short of the glory of God. Every one of us is sin. And we have to personally accept Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ, the other thing you need to know is that Jesus Christ paid the penalty for all your sins, past, present, and future. And he offers that sin payment to you. That's what salvation is. Salvation, the the one thing you need to do, and that's accept his free gift. That's all. Just to say, I want what you've done for me. I can't do anything for myself, but I want what you've done for me. And that is that you've paid the price. And I accept that for my very own. 
That was Sheila Irwin and what a beautiful conclusion to the time we've had together. To learn more about Sheila and her ministry, you can visit her website at www.raisingupdreamers.org. If you're joining us for the first time and would like to hear the previous segments of this interview, as well as other amazing wholehearted interviews, you can visit the on-demand menu at www.christianmix106.com. Thank you for joining us today on Wholehearted, and thank you for listening to Christian Mix 106. Thank you for listening to Wholehearted. Remember to catch new episodes each Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ChristianMix106.com. To learn more about Jenny, you can visit her website at JennyMuscatel.com.